Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Keep up the good work. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate that you share your opinion. Hot Radio May. I super appreciate that they're in line with Barb. Main's hit music channel. I think this nor'easter is going to be a scam. I mean, it's now raining. Or it's going to. It was supposed to start as rain, turn into a wintry mix, and then Portland, 10 inches of snow, they're saying. Other areas of Maine, 12 plus inches of snow. But I think it's all a conspiracy from big forecasting, big weather. Why? They want a day off? Well, they don't get a day off. They they need to create this excitement so so people tune in. You know what I well, mean? I saw last night that schools and businesses were already closing. I'm like, are we doing this again? Did we learn nothing from last weekend? It's all wrapped up. A lot of places are closed. A lot of transportation uh, options were shut down. Parking bans. I saw Lewis and I think already put one in place. I haven't seen if Portland has one yet. I mean, I'd be shocked but if I, Portland doesn't. I think it's a conspiracy. I think yeah, that well. it's not going to be as bad as they say it's going to be and that they say it's going to be bad for a couple reasons one because if it's worse than what they say then people are really going to get mad but if it's not as bad they go ah that was that was all right that wasn't so bad. that wasn't so bad so they they hedge their bets there and they just go overboard they set the bar high and uh, i also think the the more snow they say that is coming the more uh people tune in and be like oh what are the snow totals what's going to happen i need to, i need to i need to watch this right now it's all a conspiracy by big forecasting big weather and it's just going to be rain today I mean, I have so much respect for meteorologists because my brain can't even my brain can't even compute what they do and how they track the weather. And when they're like pointing at the screen, I'm like, how do you even know where to point? I just don't understand it. But I got to be honest with you, my whole life, I've really I've never been like this guy's spot on. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I feel like it's a running thing. Like, it's not just snow. It's anything. It's like, I like, anything. Li- I like watching this weather guy because he likes to insert Snoop Dogg lyrics into his uh, weather forecasts. I like, yeah. I like watching this guy because he's got funky outfits. Like, the weather changes so quickly that I feel like anytime you watch something and they're like, hunker down, it's going to be this and that. It's like you wake up the next day, you check the weather up on your phone and it's like zero chance of snow. We're going to be eating our words tomorrow when we come in here and say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was as bad as they said it was gonna be. I mean, it makes me happy. It makes me honestly happy when they're a thousand percent accurate because I'm like, they got this one. They got it. Got it, guys. You got it. I'm over here. It's easy to be like, what do they call it? An armchair quarterback for the meteorologists? I think I know what that is. When they went to years of school, there's over there studying atmospheric conditions and weather maps. And I'm like, yeah, you're wrong. They're making this all up. I hope it's just rain. Shout out to uh, Mandy on the gram. She uh, DM'd us and said, it's a whiteout in York right now. Snow is on the way. You guys will be eating your words for sure. I would like to clarify (laughs) here. I think it is going to snow. I think snow is in the forecast. Do I think we're going to get an insane amount, like two feet of snow? No, I don't. I don't think we're going to get two feet. That's what I Well, they're not saying. saying we're going to get two feet. It's 10 that's, to... That's you, what I heard. They said 10 to 12 inches is what I heard. Oh, I heard two feet. You heard two feet? Yeah. And I was like, that's not Whoa, happening. I don't think that's happening. I think 10 inches, <laughs> 10 inches in Portland, they said 12 inches in other parts of Maine is, is the peak of it. That's the last I've read. Um, I think it 1000% is going to snow, but I do not think it's going to be two feet. It's just snow. rain right now. I'm looking out the window and it's just a little bit of drops coming down from the sky, but apparently York has a, a whiteout going on. Yeah, guys, we know it's going to snow. <laughs> We believe you. No, we Tara, believe it's Tara knows it's going to snow. I'm doubling down. I think it's oh, just going to—it's just going to be rain here in Portland and Scarborough. <laughs> Fingers crossed. There's not going to be. The city's not going to do a parking ban. Last time I checked, Scarborough they, 
already did. Well, Portland hasn't done one the last time I checked. But that's that's crazy because Portland goes nuts for the parking. They mans. love the parking man. They love to collect so that. So why are they late to the party? That money is it from the they impound know something? lot. Um, I don't know. You know what today is? Pi Day. It is Pi Day. Good guess. Uh, Pi Day. P I. Not to be confused with P I E. And it is that because it is March 14th, 3-14. Right. So I did this in my head. I want to see if you can beat me. I got, uh, I got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. I got six digits. How deep can you go in the pie? How deep can you get in the pie? Um, 3.141592. Oh, you beat me by one. <laughs> How many is there total? I think it's like an infinite number, right? No, that's a mole. No, I'm pretty sure it goes on forever. It just keeps like repeating itself, right? Um, yeah, I think it... The only reason that I know that is because somehow one of my BFFs growing up got that as a phone number. So that so everyone knew what Pi was because if you wanted to text or call her, you had to like write it down. You had to remember it. And her phone number was... I don't remember the area code because she moved here from like Georgia, but it was... Yeah, way to clean it up so nobody can call her. She doesn't have the number anymore. Uh, <laughs> she got a new number. Obviously, I wouldn't be blasting her. It's 207-314-1592. Uh, it, no, it, it was such a sad day when she got a new phone because we were like, well, now no one's going to know your number. But it was area code 314-1592. Oh, interesting. Isn't that weird? This is as far as I got over here. 3.141592653583. Dot, 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 and continues to go on and on, I believe. So it's that's dramatic. That's your pie. Yeah, you got one digit deeper than I did. Do we know like what pie is and why? What's it for? Uh, What's that little bench? It looks like one of those little pizza things they put in the pizza box so it doesn't squish. It is a mathematical constant that is the ratio of the circle's circumference to its diameter. Oh, right. The circumference. Approximately equal to 3.14159. Uh, the number appears in many formulas across mathematics and physics, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. I'm imagining a circle with a line through it, and then there's like the pi symbol, and then you have to do some sort of, is it algebra? There's your circle, circumference, diameter. Boom. Is it algebra or geometry? So pi. I'm seeing some letters. Pi equals C over D. No, I don't think it's um, algebra, because it's circumference is the C. It's not like A times whatever. (laughs) So is it geometry? Listen, if you're taking you know not, if you're taking math advice, you know what it is. If you're ta- <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I know what it's not. It's not algebra. <laughs> if if you're listening to us on where a like a 15 year old high school student on their way to school this morning is like, even I know that. Oh my god, I was looking at I graduated too long ago. Shouts to my goddaughter Gianna. I was looking at her uh, homework. Her dad was helping her with it a little bit, and then uh, I was like, let me see this. Slide this book over to me. And uh, shoot, what is she? She's like 12, 13, um, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. And uh, it was foreign to me. I was like, yep, slide that back over to your dad. I'm not going to be able to help you with that. And then I, I was like, I can't have kids. Well, you know that they do division differently now. Oh, yeah. I was talking it's to her about it. different. And it's, some word problems and like the multiplication. I'm like, this is not the way I learned it. No, 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 no. I was like, that's wrong. And they're like, no, that's how they teach it now. Anyways, I don't want, I, like, I'm not going to be able to help my children with math problems. Well, they can uh, get some after school help. I was like, like the rest of us I was like, you do. know what I did back they in the day? Back. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, you could get the teacher's edition of the book and it had the answers in the back. How 
would you even get that, eBay? Get off eBay. Steal from the teacher's desk. Nice. Multiple multiple options. That's an in-house detention. We were trying to rack our brains to think about who do we know that uses pi on a daily basis. Something that we learned in geometry and trig- trigonometry. We've, Trig. We've narrowed it down to pi on a regular basis. Tucker is the only person I can think of that must use it. <laughs> I know you said that and I was like, yeah, honestly, he's used it a couple times that, <laughs> that I can remember in our relationship, whether it was like furniture or like a rug or one time I wanted to put a cake in a box and travel with it and I didn't know what size box to buy and he like drew it on a piece of paper and was like, well, this is how wide the box is going have to be impressive like, you're crazy impressive it's that engineer knowledge hot radio man let me explain something to you one time hot mornings with brian delon and tara fox five things you need to know the main second march nor'easter featuring 50 mile per hour wind gusts could drop 10 inches of heavy wet snow in portland and up to a foot in other areas the storm is going to taper off wednesday afternoon uh, utility companies are preparing for power outages i said it's going to be a scam we haven't seen a snowflake drop here at the main made studios in scarborough but apparently whiteout conditions in york from a few listeners that hit us up and said you're crazy the snow's <laughs> on the way you're going to eat those words i think that it is going to snow well it snow 10 inches probably not and if it does then i'm wrong here's my uneducated prediction which i'm wrong like 85 percent of the time four to six inches in portland no I, w- I want like an exact like not four to six is it five is it four or is it six five point two five did i get that technical i'll just say five i'll, I'll cut the difference i'll put it in the middle mm. what's your prediction well, i wanted to say five because that's my favorite number which you learned recently so that's i think that's why you picked it it was in the back well, of we both mind. can say five and we can root for the same thing that's fine okay so we'll see. Our uned- uneducated guess, five inches in Portland. Uh, weathermen say 10 inches in Portland. We'll see who's right. People who went to school for years <laughs> or us. Also went to school for years, but didn't didn't study meteorology. Yeah, we went to school for a degree where your friends, if anyone was in a different major than you were, like maybe it was a STEM major or something, or you're like, oh my God, like I have so much work to do. They're like, you literally don't have a real major. You literally are going to <laughs> summer camp. You have to do a final like, video. Your final is watching a movie and writing a paper on it. They're yeah. like, I'm dissecting a baby pig. <laughs> like we are not the same. I'm like, well, hey, whatever. Uh, my friends would always tell me like, you're not going back to college. You're you're going to summer camp. <laughs> People were so mean about the communications major, but you know what? I thoroughly enjoyed my school. I wasn't miserable and I got A's. Your school has a course on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the TV show. <laughs> I wish mine did. We had one, we had a class that was strictly for watching movies and discussing them and I signed up for it all excited and I didn't read the fine print. I signed up for like the first movies that were ever made through the 30s and then the next class was the 40s through the 2000s and I was like, no! <laughs> I was watching black and white films with no sound. Oh my God. Yeah, no, I had some of those classes. Those they were like, discuss. I'm ugh. like, well, they didn't say anything. Those were tough movies to get through for sure. That was our hard schoolwork. <laughs> that was the hardest class I ever took. Let me tell you about this movie. They didn't even speak in it. There was no sound. <laughs> this guy had a weird mustache. He was running around. I don't know what was happening. His wife was tied to the train track. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally those types of movies. And you wonder... Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to go five inches of snow. Okay, yeah, five inches. We'll see who's right. A, uh, a proposed bill would let you consume recreational marijuana or products in store in Maine. So what? kind of like social club. A sample? I know, like you could, like you go to a bar to drink 
you could ah. go to a dispensary and have like a section where you could partake in smoking the cannabis. Oh my God, that actually sounds really cool. Yeah, so like a little social club. Uh, so the main law right now only allows for cannabis use on private property and businesses are not included. One of the issues too is visitors come to the uh, state and you can't smoke in public and a lot of the hotels obviously you can't smoke in. So if you were to partake in some of our fine dispensaries, uh, where do you smoke it? There's no place for you to smoke it as a tourist. So I don't know. you could go to the, one of these social clubs. They had a public forum uh, yesterday in Augusta for it. And we'll see if this bill goes through. Uh, Maine's unemployment rate dipped to 2.9% in January. That's well below the national average of 3.4%. And at the same time, the number of jobs in the state rose to an all-time high of 648,000. Uh, a lot of new jobs in hospitality uh, industry bouncing back after the pandemic. So more jobs are needed. USM Junior and Biddeford native Ben Drummy overcame an injury and repeated as NCAA Division Three pole vault champion. Oh, I always thought this was so cool. Mainer's doing cool stuff. He was seated 11th and then he cleared uh, 16 feet, six and three fourths inches on his first try. That's impressive. I think uh, he can do over 17. He's done over 17, I believe, according to his dad. How does somebody get into it? How does somebody realize, oh, I'm good at this. I can do this. I don't know. I and, have no idea. And then I read the article in the Press Herald and his dad has trained like a bunch of champions. Oh, and then that makes sense. So. But who the hell made that up? Pole vaulting? Yeah. Like one day they were like, I'm going to run and stick this pole into the ground and launch myself into the air and then land on a giant bean bag. I for think, fun. I think, I think it was like a Looney Tunes cartoon and somebody's like, I can do that in real life. I can make that happen. And so they did it. I mean, that part of, that's part of track and field. That's the that's the field part, right? But and that and the is it shot putting? I don't know. Is that is that considered the field part because you're running on the track with the pole vault and then you hit it? But then there's another one where you run and you jump in a sandbox as far as you can go and they mark how far you. Yeah, the long jump. That's really cool. The the pole vaulting and then is it shot put where you're throwing a metal ball? Mm -hmm. Interesting, interesting sports right there. Like who made that up and I why? Think, I think like isn't it like the the Greeks? Didn't that go back to like the original Olympics? Isn't oh, that? Oh, really? I don't know. Like, jump as far as I you don't got my history down. I don't got my math down. My meteorology down. This is a tough day for me. When I ran track, I tried the long jump once, and I really hurt my ankles, and I never did it again. They like they they look like they're like walking on air when they do it. I know. They're like the real athletes that do it. Um, I'm excited about this. Only murders in the building. You know, I'm a big fan. Steve Martin, Martin Short, they're going to be in Maine. They're going to be in Portland. What? You won't believe what they look like today tour coming this fall. I'm very excited about this. Stopping at Portland's Merrill Auditorium on November 10th. Comedy? Yeah. <gasps> tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. I already got my alarm set on my on my phone. I don't know if we'll get free tickets to this. So I had to, <laughs> I had to set my own. I'm like, I'm not going to chance it. I'm, Fangirl. I'm going to see Steve Martin, Martin Short. Maybe uh, Selena will come out Can as you a surprise. Imagine? You're going to be like, I don't want to go see those two old people. And then she comes out and does an encore concert. It's going to be great. I would be sick to my stomach. Take a picture and send it to you. Steve Martin, Martin Short. I'm very excited about this. I haven't been ex this just get announced like yesterday. I saw it in the press herald today and I was like, oh, shoot. Very cool. Let me sign up for that pre-sale. Um, five things you need to know. Made how to Maine by the law offices of Joe Bornstein. Over 25,000 victories for injured Mainers since 1974. 207 call Joe or online at joebornstein.com. It's cool. I know you're supposed to stay on top of things for the, the What's Hot report, but I'll, I'll throw you one every now and <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, thanks. I don't know if this one would have been on my uh, radar unless you brought it up. Yeah, no, I, 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 that's why I put it in my five things. I'm like, I might be the only one that listens to us that's excited about this, but... Hey, uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it. I don't even like look at my calendar. I just know I'm like, well, I got nothing going on November 10th. That's too far away from Whoa, the plan. Whoa, that is really far away. Yeah. Uh, it's Hot Radio Maine. Hot mornings. Hot Radio Maine. Oh, Lord. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. Guess who's back? She's back. Who? The sweetest you'll ever meet. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sammy Sweetheart. Sammy Sweetheart is coming back to the Jersey Shore. The news was not only a surprise to fans when it broke, but to the cast itself. Really? Yeah, so sources say Polly, Vinny, Snooki, Wow, and the Sitch had no idea Sammy would be showing up to the set this past week. And guess what? What? Their responses were all captured on camera, and apparently we're going to get it to see it play out on the second half of Family Vacation Season 6, which is currently in production. No word on an actual air date. That is so interesting because recently Snooki and Wow did a podcast, and they were asked, you know, like, why doesn't Sammy want to come back on mm-hmm. the show? And Wow was like, well, you know, I'm still friends with Sammy. We're not as close as we used to be. And Snooki said, well, she blocked me, so I don't know what she's been up to for the past couple of years. And so that was kind of a story. People were like, why... Did she block you? That's kind of dramatic. And then uh, Sammy actually commented on the TikTok because you know how people post footage from the pod that was posted to TikTok and Sammy commented on that something kind of, I don't remember what she said, but it was kind of like clapping back and was like, oh, so because I don't want to do XYZ, I'm XYZ. And it was like drama. So I'm confused why after all these years, she just woke up one day and said, you know what? I'm going to be back on camera because the problem has been Snooki wants her on the show and she's annoyed that Snooki keeps trying to get her on the show. You, you get what I'm saying? So that's why she blocked Snooki's her. like, the last time I talked to her, I was like, you got to come on the show. And she blocked me. Well, she's been very firm on not coming back. That's what I mean. I think at some point in your life, you, you keep seeing those money offers come in and you go, so why not? All right. That's a little bit more than me selling my sponsored products on Instagram, which is what it looks like she's been doing the past few I years. She owns a clothing boutique or a pop up as well. But mm-hmm. definitely would be nice to see that kind of money again. Yeah, she. The money's running out. She's got to be coming back for that check. Um, And I'm sure the people who make Family Vacation are excited for her return because... Oh, yeah. I mean, that's going to make me... I haven't watched the latest season in a couple of years, and that's going to make me tune in. Right. That's what I'm saying. They need something to breathe life back into it. So here it is. Sammy Sweetheart's return. Speaking of reality television, Lala Kent from Vanderpump Rules spoke to TMZ about the current Scandaval situation and her feelings. She referred to Tom and Raquel as a narcissist and a bottom feeder. Oh, They didn't say who's who, but I'll let you figure out who she thinks is which one. Um, Lala- it's pretty obvious. She calls Tom a narcissist every day. Mm, so then that would, by default, mean Raquel is the bottom feeder. Lala suggested Tom and Raquel may be together even now, and they could show up to the season reunion as a couple. I mean, that wouldn't be surprising considering Raquel was like, I don't want to put a label on it right now. She said uh, much of the Vanderpump cast is in the dark on where things stand with them. Uh, She did comment on Schwartz's paparazzi. Yeah, paparazzi video and and said that he should have handled things on a more up and up way. So here's my thing. I like Lala because she brings the drama, but to call Raquel a bottom feeder, Lala's done some stuff to get the lifestyle that she wants and then pretended like she never did it. True. You know what I mean? True. Raquel's just doing the same thing. Lala had a, a higher price target, if you will. Right. 
So that's your scan of all update. Uh, this makes me feel fine. It was yours. No, I was oh. I was saying like <laughs> the person listening, not you. Oh, I'm like trying to give you credit. I'm like, no, you brought you brought that today. Thank you. I was saying, no, you in your car listening. That's your scan of all update. You got anything else you want to add to it? Um, not that I can think of. No, actually. Wow. I saw that James Kennedy was in Boston a couple of weeks ago, and I'm actually really mad that I missed that. He had a DJ set at Royale. That's funny. I'm like if I had known, I probably would have driven down. Seth Rogen and his wife will not be creating any nepotism babies. That's a big thing in Hollywood, the nepotism baby. It's a hot topic right now. Um, they're not going to be making any. In a recent interview, he credited his success to not having children. Oh, my gosh. He said he and his wife are in the prime of their lives, successful and free to do as they please. Reference seller, you don't have any kids. I do not. That has helped me succeed as well. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Really? Uh, there's a whole huge thing I'm not doing, which is raising children. <laughs> would it, people, laugh. obviously, someone would be listening, but yeah, but it would make you happier. You know, someone might say that. I don't think it would. I've seen everyone I know has kids. I, I see, I'm a, you know, I'm 40 again, you know, like it's not, some of my friends have had kids for decades. Some people want kids. Some people don't want kids. I think a lot of people have kids before they even think about it. From what I've seen, honestly, you just are told. You go through life, you get married, you have kids. It's what happens. Me and my wife were just, neither of us were like that. Honestly, the older we get, the more happy and reaffirmed we are with our choice to not have kids. Now, if more than anything, the conversation is like, honestly, thank God we don't have children. We get to do whatever we want. We're in the, the prime of our lives. We are smarter than we've ever been. We understand ourselves more than we ever have. We have the capacity to achieve a level of work and a level of communication and care for one another and a lifestyle we can live with one another that we've never been able to live before. And we can just do that. And we don't have to raise a child, which the, the world does not need right now <laughs> and so we're very happy uh, with our choice to not have kids and i work with a lot of people with kids and i see definitively that i uh have more time to both do the things i need to do and the things i enjoy doing than they do <laughs> and not to say their kids don't bring them joy but I, I say this truthfully. Me and my wife seem to get a lot more active enjoyment out of not having kids than anyone I know seems to get out of having kids. <laughs> he really doesn't want kids. That was long as hell. <laughs> we got to trim that up. No, I left it in there because as somebody who's almost 40 with no children, I think it's important to normalize. You know so what? that's my soapbox that I'm standing on today. And next hour, you're going to get all two minutes of that again. So I totally respect not having kids because believe it or not, for almost my entire life until I met Tucker, I had no urge to have children. And I seriously thought that I was never going to have kids and babies just weren't my thing. Like I love nannying and I love love kids, but like crying babies just like made my skin crawl. And I was like, I can't fathom like dealing with this. And the older I get... The more I can hear, I can hear my womb calling. 
<laughs> I'm going. I want a child. I'm Give going, me a child. I'm going in the opposite direction. The older I get, the more I realize I enjoy my freedom, just like Seth Rogen has. Yeah, totally. And I, I see. I, I enjoy my freedom as well, but I just can't wait to have kids. I now. see my friends around me with kids, and I'm like, this is terrible. I don't know. I've got it bad. For the past few years, I've had it really bad. You got the baby fever. I don't know what it is. Oof. It's so weird because my friends who have known me my whole life were like, we never thought we'd see the day. I want one. Well, we're headed. But into- like, not right now. Like, I I want to be like like in my mid thirties. <laughs> Because I want to live. I want to travel. All right. That's a geriatric pregnancy. That's what they call that. I know. Isn't that insulting? Um, one last thing. Khloe Kardashian wrote a loving birthday post to her baby daddy, Tristan Thompson. Ugh, ick. And revealed her son's face for the first time in the post. Okay. I'm so confused because there's a photo of her son wearing a onesie with ghosts on it. And his face has an emoji covering it. There's but then, a couple emoji folders and there's a couple without. But then there's another one and it's the same baby in the same onesie, but his face is revealed. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why are you covering that photo and not the other? Maybe. It's like a head on photo. Yeah, maybe that or maybe because she already had the emoji over the face from a previous time. Like she didn't have the original. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, some people were speculating that that was the baby that he had with uh, that trainer, Marley Nichols, and that that was her son. And uh, that's why there was an emoji to, to respect her privacy. Maybe she didn't want her baby out there. And I was like, but the baby's wearing the same onesie unless you dress them up like twins, which I doubt Chloe would do that. That's crazy talk. Chloe shared a series of pictures. Some of them had the emoji over, some uh, not. And she captioned it. She started off by saying, happy birthday at Real Tristan 13. You are truly the best father, brother, and uncle. But she left out significant other. She didn't say you're the best significant other. It's just unnecessary. Like, and she took the comments off. I saw it seconds after it was posted and there were zero comment options because I immediately went to go read them. And it's like, why do you feel the need to prove to all of us that he's a good guy? Because he's proven multiple times that he's not. And you're like begging us to believe that he's a good guy. Yeah, he can be a good father. But like, here's my thought. It takes two seconds to Google what happened multiple times. Here's my thought. When you're rich, it's your birthday. What do you get another rich person for their birthday? I don't know. They can get it all themselves. Followers. They can get it all themselves. So in, her, in my mind, that post was a birthday present saying, hey, Tristan, you're a nice guy. You're a good father. You. I'm going to post this positive uh, post and put you in a good light. That was her birthday gift to him. And they're co-parenting. I just really hope they don't get back together. I don't think that's happening. That's your Dirty on the 30. Sorry, Radio Man. Wake up. We vibe. Vibe right here. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Talking about pie, it's also National Chip Day today. National Chip Day, March 14th, America's number one snack food. Millions enjoy their favorite chips on this holiday. And we're going to make it real simple since we know everybody has limited mental capacity this morning because we're all worried about this nor'easter that's about to hit. We just want to know what. What is your favorite kind of chips 207-807-1104 super easy that puts you in the running for the kid Leroy tickets march 25th he's going to be at the cross insurance center bleed for you tour uh he's willing to bleed for you we don't want your wallet to bleed for him so we're hooking you up with free tickets 207-807-1104 call or text right now and let us know your favorite chip on national chip day has anyone ever told you that you think you're all that in a bag of chips that's classic 90s my mom used said that all the time growing up about people when she was talking smack she'd be like mm-hmm. she, she thinks think, she's all like, that your aunt thinks she's all that in a bag of chips and I was like huh what does that even mean and why what's your favorite chip Miss Vicky's Ooh, sea pick. salt and vinegar Great it pick. is the only uh, salt and vinegar chips that taste good in my opinion because they're kettle cooked so they have that nice crunch and just like everything is 
what's the word? Not proportioned. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Measured, like the ingredients. Rationed. Yes, the ingredients perfectly flow together. Sometimes you have chips and you're like, this isn't, there's, it's not sour enough. It's too it's Too salty. much vinegar, too much salt. The chip isn't enough. crunchy enough, but Miss Vicky's does it right. And every time I get a sandwich across the street from Jersey Mike's, when they're out of those chips, I'm devastated. Oh man. Because I know that my sandwich will not compare with it. I almost it. ran through a wall the other day because... Oh my God. B.L. picked up the food and he came back with Doritos and I ordered Miss Vicky's. I ordered Miss Vicky's as well. And I would like to point out, I know that he had a really uh, hard time in there because it was a it was a huge lunch rush and he was stressed out, which I'm sure their staff was even more stressed out. But so he panicked and he just grabbed, he saw on the order that we had like four bags of chips, didn't read what kinds of chips they were, just grabbed four bags of chips. And this man got himself the only good bag of chips. He's He got himself Harvest Cheddar Sun Chips and no one else. And I yeah. said, why didn't you just grab four bags of Sun Chips? And he was like, I'm traumatized, all right? I think he did it out of spite. Like, we didn't have to go through that experience where it was crazy over there. I think he did it out of spite, too. So he got the chips he wanted, and he's like, I'm going to get all these other bags. Yeah, because I was like, I'm sorry, but it's a no-brainer to just get all Sun Chips. Who wants the Cool Ranch Doritos? Not me. That's my least favorite flavor. (laughs) But we are thankful that he went and picked up the order. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Even though my gabagool wasn't on my jersey uh, sub. They were really, really stressed out. I'm sorry. I I like to gossip a little bit, talk a little crap, but I love my Jersey Mike's. I just wanted They could mess up my order a thousand times and I'd keep going. I just got a ham and cheese, but I wanted the gabagool. 207-807-1104. Call or uh, text right now. Favorite chip for National Chip Day. You went Miss Vicky's Sea Salt and Vinegar. Miss Vicky's. Sea Salt and Vinegar. Miss Vicky's is always a great choice. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, all-dressed Humpty. Really? I think that's a little too astringent for my palate. You know what? I uh, grew up in Mass, and I don't believe we had that brand of chip. What? I don't think it's just a main thing. Yeah, well, I don't think it's a main thing. I think it's like a regional thing. I think different pockets get it, but I don't remember seeing that in the store or ever having it. And then when I came, when I came to Maine ten plus years ago, it, it was like a staple at every cookout that I went to, and I was like, "What is this phenomenal snack food?" And what is what is that? Is that a hint of ketchup? Is that a little bit of barbecue? What 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 is it? It's Sir, everything. It's, it's a little bit of everything. It's it is all, all dressed. dressed. So I'm going with the uh, is it Humpty? Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty all dressed chips. I had a a, a friend hit me up um, who's from Washington, lives in Cali now, and he was like, "Tell me about Humpty Dumpty all dressed chips." I was like, "What do you want to know?" I was like, "They're great, decent priced, taste like everything." So he he paid like twenty bucks on Amazon on like Amazon to have them uh, shipped out to him. I never got a review back from him, so I think he didn't like it. Oh, well, they are. They're good. But if you have more than three, you're like, okay, it feels like uh, my tongue has a hole burning through it. I was also like, you paid like 20 bucks for the bag and had it shipped to you. He was probably expecting it to be the best of all time. And it probably arrived crushed because who gets chips like that? Christina from Biddeford trying to go see the Kid Leroy. You got to tell us what your favorite chip is on National Potato Chip Day. The Cape Cod Kettle Cook. Yes. I go Cape Cod Kettle Cook Barbecue is my favorite of the of the line. I'm partial to the plain. Oh, you like the plain? Okay, there's nothing wrong yeah, with that. That's crunch. Do you do you put anything on it? Do you dip it in any uh, French onion dip or anything like that? I put it in my sandwich. Mm. Ooh, what kind of sandwich? Any. Because this is this is weird, but for some reason, if you have like a tuna sandwich or a chicken salad sandwich, I think chips taste the best in those. I'm actually having a chicken salad sandwich for lunch today. Oh my and god! I'm going to the store right now to get me some Cape Cod kettle cooked. Oh my god! That's amazing. 
I had an intrusive thought of me running over and smashing the bread on your sandwich so it would smash the chip. Oh, I love doing that. I love that. doing that. I love doing that. As well. <laughs> all right. We're all very geared up and excited for National Potato Chip Day. I'm going to put you in the running for the Kid Leroy tickets. Enjoy that chicken salad and Cape Cod chip sandwich. And uh, you might get a call back from us before mm-hmm. nine. All right. All right. Bree from Litchfield, National Potato Chip Day. How are you celebrating? What are you eating? What's your favorite chip? Oh, so I think my favorite chip is the pop. Corners, the kettle corn time. I it's love like the that. Perfect kind of like sweet, salty. I love popcorners. However, I can't do the kettle cooked. For some reason, I've just never liked kettle cooked popcorn. I don't like it sweet. I like it salty. So the plain ones are my go-to, especially if I'm going to the beach all day. I gotta get a bag of those. Is po- is popcorners popcorn yes. or is it a chip? It's both. How can it be both? So, yeah, it's it's almost like um you know like rice cake. Yeah. It's like a really thin version of a rice cake, so it's kind of like that crunchy, and I don't know, it's just really good. And there's also um, white cheddar kind, too. Oh. It almost tastes like the smart food popcorn. Ooh, yeah, I'm looking at that. That one comes in the blue bag. What did you say your favorite was, the kettle corn? Yes, the mm. kettle corn popcorn. Yeah, they got the kettle corn, they got the white cheddar, they got the cinnamon crunch, and they got sea salt. I like sea salt. Oh, I heard the sea salt was really good. I haven't tried them yet, but I'm definitely going to. Mia from OLB, what is your favorite chip? Has anyone said jalapeno yet? No, you're the first. Jalapeno is my favorite. Any specific brand? Um, I do like the Cape Cod one. Okay. Personally. I liked uh, the, the bag of chips that I was supposed to get that I ordered the other day for lunch from Jersey Mike's that we all didn't pick up for us was uh, the jalapeno Miss Vicky's. I've tried the Miss Vicky's too. Those are pretty good. I, I any, any brand that has the jalapeno, I think I've tried. I I can't do these chips. They're they're too damn hot. I'm like eating a couple and then I'm like ha, 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 ha. Yeah, so, Sometimes the after slightly sweet too though. The aftertaste will get you. I have a question. Um have either of you two ever had spicy Cheez-Its? Yeah. No. Those are really good. I'm vegan, so I don't Oh, cuz the cheese. Mm, oh, I was going to ask yeah. I was going to ask if you had they have uh, uh goldfish crackers, the red hot Frank's red hot Ooh. goldfish. I've not even heard of that. And they Frank's red hot? Yeah, Frank's Red okay. Hot did a collab with Goldfish, and That's cool. I ate like half of a bag, and then before I could like settle, my mouth was on fire. Oh my god! Like it set in like two minutes after I ate it, and I I was like running around trying to find like bread or water to put out to to extinguish the flame. But they were pretty good. So it was like a delayed reaction. Yeah, it was a delayed release for the uh, the heat. I could just sit here and talk about snacks all day. I know, and then it's making me mad that I don't have those snacks at home. I have healthy snacks. I'm going to start a one-man podcast where I just rant for 30 minutes every day about snacks. Rant or rave? Rant and rave. Oh, all right. It's 30 minutes. I got a lot of time to fill. Yeah, you got to have both. Each day. Three and a half hours for a week. Who said I wasn't? Three and a half hour podcast? Well, if I do a half an hour each day, that's three and a half hours a week on snacks that I have to fill up. You could easily do that. I'd spend a whole half an hour talking about the Red Hot uh, Frank. Did it hurt when you went to the bathroom after you scarfed those down? No. I'm Really? I'm surprised. But I would do a whole episode on when I was a child and I played Little League Baseball. Nobody told me you had to spit out the shells for sunflower seeds. And the first time I ate an entire package of it and oh man, I remember uh, there was a snack stand and underneath the snack stand there was a, a bathroom at the field and it was immediate and it hurt. It cut my bum up, my little bum. I'm surprised you don't have to go to the hospital. My little 10-year-old bum, it cut it up. 
It was bad. And that's how I learned not to swallow your sunflowers to eat shells. That would be a whole that would be a whole half an hour episode for snacks. I might listen. Cheyenne in Old Town, what is your favorite chip? Uh, right now, I have fallen in love with the Flaming Hot Cool Ranch Doritos. Flaming Hot, but a little cool down with the ranch. Yeah. I like that you said right now. That's kind of like how I feel about music. It's like right now, this is my favorite song. But you said right now, this is my favorite chip. <laughs> well, chips are always evolving. so I get it. I can respect that. Why do you enjoy the Flaming Hot Cool Ranch Dorito? I really like uh, Cool Ranch Doritos, but I stopped eating those like a while back and I just started eating like pot fries, um, like Flaming Hot Cheetos. I went for more spicy things. Um, and so when I found the Flaming Hot Cool, uh, cool Ranch, I just, it was a perfect match. Yeah, it's like the best of both worlds. Yeah. Can't go wrong. We could have used you here at the station the other day when we were uh, fighting over who was going to try to eat the Cool Ranch Doritos because nobody wanted them. Oh my God, I know. We just don't like them. I think I ended up with the Cool Ranch Doritos, if I remember correctly. I thought Dave. Yeah, I don't like Cool Ranch Doritos as much anymore. I'll give them to my son and I'll have the plain pot ones. <laughs> That's great. So you're in Old Town. You want to make the uh, jump over to Bangor to see the Kid Leroy? Yeah, definitely. All right, well, we picked your text. We're going to hook you up with a pair of tickets. Congratulations. Awesome. Hey, Perfect. March 25th, Cross Insurance Center in Bangor, Bleed For You Tour with Kid Leroy. You are there. Who are you going to bring with you? Who's your plus one going to be? Oh, I'm not sure yet. My son has been begging me to go to a concert, especially Kid Leroy. Mm. had a collab with Fortnite recently, and my son has just been all over it. So I maybe mean... him, maybe my girlfriend. And you're like, I don't know. Maybe I won't bring him though. I think it's a great way. I think it's a great way to make sure all those chores are done before the weekend. There you go. Make it a reward yeah. reward and hold it over his head. Yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Here's a few more that we got on the text. Somebody said Funyuns. Do you consider those chips? No, and I hate Funyuns with a passion. Boo. Wow. Like that, huh? What's your beef? I don't know, because I really like onion rings, but Funyuns are just gross to me. Takis? Are you asking my opinion? No, that's what else somebody else said on the... On yeah, the... that's a that's a collective favorite. Oh my God, I'm trying to remember. Like, there was, there was like one chip... Fugles. <sighs> ...that like, I know that I liked and I nobody else liked. Munchos. Do they still make munchos? I don't know what that is. Hold on, I'm gonna pull out the bag. Munchos. Oh, is that the same brand that does munchies? I don't know. I've seen that bag recently. Munchos. What's so bad about them that no one else likes them? I don't know. I just know that like nobody would get them and everyone would be like, damn, you like those? Freak. Weirdo. He doesn't even go here. Let's crush his bag of chips. <laughs> uh... Sprinkle him throughout his locker so he gets ants. Yeah. Triggered. It sounds like a plot from a 90s movie. The picture like a bully with spiked hair and rip, a ripped jean jacket and like athletic wristbands coming in and smashing my munchos. Loser. Well, digging into some deep, dark uh, past trauma on National Chip Day. Didn't expect for it to go this way. Somebody also said plain Lay's chips dipped in ketchup. Yum. What? Plain Lay's chips are another chip that's good in a sandwich. You know that they also make ketchup chips right like this person doesn't need to be doing all that no nah, nah, nah. you gotta have the actual real ketchup drizzled on it i would say the cape cod and then the lays chips the only purpose for those i can't eat them straight the only purpose for those would be inside of a sandwich to add a little crunch hot mornings with brian delon and tara fox
There it is. Oh no, is it gone? It was snowing for a second. Now it's back to rain. It's a wintry mix, as they say. Wet mix. Yeah, we have, we're still we're still non-believers over here. It reminds me of when you mix your pet's food with half wet food, half dry food. What is it? There's anti-vaxxers and we're anti. <laughs> We're anti-stormers. We're anti-precipitation. We're anti-precipitation, anti-stormers, and anti-nor'easters. Are you going to watch this documentary that drops tomorrow? I like a good Netflix documentary. I don't know if I'm going to give this uh, a, a view. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where I'm going with this? I feel like I saw something and then I forgot. The Netflix Pornhub documentary? Yes, that, I did see that yesterday. Um, Well, who's it interviewing? Well, it's called Money Shot. Oh my God. <laughs> And it's going to it's going to look at the history of the Internet's most famous adult entertainment platform, its controversies and backlash. Um, Netflix writes as an anti-trafficking organizations seek justice for victims. Can the online giant protect those from who they profit? Or is this a new wave of censorship for adult performers making consensual porn? Hmm. So there's your pitch on the documentary. Um, the documentary requires us to grapple with what sexuality and consent means when billion dollar Internet platforms thrive on user generated content. Um, yeah, I'm probably not going to watch this. When I was younger, though, I was like a senior in high school and there was this documentary about sex workers on Netflix and I started watching that and uh, my dad was so mad at me because then it was like, pick up where you left off. And it was just literally, I think it was just called like Sex, the documentary. And he was like, who was watching this? And then he turned it on and it was like interviewing a cam girl and showing some of her, her best work. And he was like, why are you watching this? I was like, I don't know. It was interesting. He was like, this is so inappropriate he's like you should not be watching this i was like dad i'm 18 i can watch it um so i'm not gonna watch this just because it will remind me of being yelled at i'm not gonna watch this because it's kind of like watching a documentary on like mcdonald's or hot dogs and like you don't want i mean i would watch that you don't want to see how like that stuff is made because then it's gonna feel weird when you're eating it you know what i mean ew (laughs) i respect I totally respect the porn industry as long as it's consensual. And I know that people have really successful careers off of that. It's really brave for people to just put themselves out there like that and just be like, you know what? My family's probably going to see this, but I don't care. It's paying the bills. However, I think that porn has really rotted a lot of brains of people and the way that they view women. I was going to say, yeah, that and the fact that it's not normal. Like people have this idea of what a relationship is and it's it's different from the family. Fantasy Sex world, be fantasy and fun and crazy. Yeah, you can spice it up, but at the end of the day, you should you should like you know be a little nice, be nice, be gentle. Well, I'm saving, loving. I'm saving myself for marriage. Also, <laughs> I as mentioned before, I'm not ready for kids, so being extra safe. You, sir, you are the number one viewer this year of what? Pornhub. <laughs> of the whole Pornhub? Yeah, because you're not ready for kids, so you're doing the other thing. Stop. Why is he in the bathroom for so long? I'm lactose intolerant. All right. <laughs> 